0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Spoken Gospel Podcast. Just a quick note before today's episode. This summer, we're completing our series of introduction videos with our final season of filming, and we still need to raise about $30,000 to cover those costs, and we would love you to help us with that. And you can do that by visiting the Spoken Gospel website and clicking on donate. And by doing that, you can contribute to bringing books like the Book of Revelation to life. And whether that's through a one-time gift or a monthly donation, your support makes all the difference in the world. So thank you so much and enjoy today's podcast. Jesus still reigns. He still has all authority. And now we are his sent citizens mm-hmm. completing and continuing the story of his people that he's been telling from the beginning. Yeah. We get to go hear that Jesus has been raised from the dead mm-hmm. and we get to proclaim the good news that he is king.
1: Welcome to the Spoken Gospel Podcast. Spoken Gospel is a ministry that's dedicated to speaking the gospel out of every corner of scripture. In Luke 24, Jesus told his disciples that every part of the Bible is about him. In each episode, hosts David and Seth work through a passage of scripture to see how it's all about Jesus and his good news. Let's jump in.
0: Well, welcome everybody to Resurrection Sunday. Uh, we've made it through eight of these podcasts. That's right. We're very yeah. excited. Uh, it's been awesome going through all of these. I know it's been fun doing this shorter kind of yeah. quick fire format. Yeah. Like so uh, we're, we're thankful for those of you who have kind of been through all eight days of Holy Week with us or for those of you who are just joining us. Welcome. Welcome. You know, for a lot of people, Resurrection Sunday is the one they're going to listen to. That's right. I don't blame you.
1: Yeah, this is the day that Jesus rose from the dead. Let's go. Man, we're going to talk about it. We're this is talk about it. the reason anybody anywhere is a Christian. Yes, that's uh,
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> if he wasn't, we would be pitied above I was all men.
1: Trying to like phrase this is in the most blunt way as possible. It's like I, there once was a Jewish man, mm-hmm. first century Jewish man, who is the only person in human history to have died and then risen from the dead. Mm-hmm. And during his life, he claimed to be the king over everything and to be God himself. And then he proved it by raising from the dead. Right. That's why I'm a Christian. Yes. And I'm like, yep. Th- that specificity yep. was like helpful for me in a way I haven't thought about in a while. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. A first century Jewish man claimed it was God and then proved it by rising from the
0: dead. That's why I think he's the king. Yep. And that's why I live my life according to his laws. Right. Yeah. Someone asked me pretty recently. Why are you a Christian? Yeah. You know, like, or how do you, why do you believe in God or any of those kind of apologetic based questions? And they all come back to this day for me. Right. It's like, because Jesus rose from the dead. Right. There's, I believe in that historical fact. Yes. And everything hinges on that. And I think the apostles agree. Like when you look at the ministry of the early church in acts, what they focus on most is the resurrection and ascension of Jesus. Yes. As proof positive of the gospel message. Yes. It's not. Good Friday, although they talk about it. It's not, but it's Resurrection Sunday.
1: It is fascinating. And it completes the story that we began on Mm. Palm Sunday, where
0: Jesus rides
1: into Jerusalem like a rival king and a rival uh, high priest coming to tear down and build a new kingdom and build a new temple in himself. And on Resurrection Sunday, he proves he has the authority to claim Ah. the the destruction of those things. And he actually is what he claimed to be. He is actually the king. Who could bring life from death. He is actually the king who's the new temple offering forgiveness through his body and the new sacrifice that gives
0: life to all people. He is everything he's claimed to be. Right. On Resurrection Sunday, Jesus proves he is who he said he was. That's right. Okay. That's right. I like that. Yeah. And so it's interesting. I think a lot of times we're already starting to reframe a bit of Easter, a bit of Resurrection Sunday from what people... Probably tend to normally associate with this day. And I'm not saying those normal associations are bad. Right. But normally, what I would hear in, on an Easter sermon is death is defeated. Yeah. And which that is, is true. I mean, some of the best news yeah. on planet Earth. Yeah. Not belittling that yeah. in any way. And it's 100% true. <laughs> but what we've been tracking through Holy Week, Jesus wasn't talking a lot about what he was going to do to death, you know. Um, yeah. What he was talking about was, and what he was demonstrating was that he has the authority. To be the king of his people and of all nations. Mm -hmm. And so what we're gonna try to focus in on today, I think, as we look at Resurrection Sunday in light of all of Holy Week is resurrection as the enthronement of a king. Mm -hmm. That's okay. So let's talk about that. Yeah. Sunday morning comes, yeah, women arrive at the tomb,
1: yeah, and they see the stone has been rolled away. Yeah. And they walk inside, there's an angel there, a young man, depending on translation, yeah. and he says, he is not here. Yeah. He is risen. Go and tell the disciples.
0: Right. Which it, is a really good formula to remember because yeah. it's going to get repeated several times Yeah, that he's not here like, or like he is risen. He is risen. Go and tell. Go and tell. Yeah. And that is really
1: interesting to keep in mind as, as I was studying for this day. It's like, that's kind of the thrust of mm-hmm. everything that happens
0: after this point. Jesus will appear. And the disciples go and tell yep and oh. so let's back up real quick and just give a little historical background to why that formula is so important okay because it follows um what was the traditional way that kings were enthroned uh in the time of rome okay so a king like a new caesar would be enthroned and uh as soon as that would happen a proclamation would go out. A gospel. A, exactly. A, a gospel. Euangelion. A euangelion would go out. that, And that is where the term came from, was that was the news of an enthroned king. Mm. I have a euangelion. Caesar Augustus has taken mm-hmm. the throne. Yes. So a, a king is enthroned, and the gospel goes out to all the inhabited lands mm-hmm. that Caesar Augustus is king. But yes. now... <laughs> There is a dead Jewish man <laughs> who's risen from the grave and there's a new gospel being proclaimed mm-hmm. that he is king of the whole world and all mm-hmm. authority has been given to him. Therefore, go and tell. Go and that tell. Jesus is king. Mm. Like, it's a big deal. That's the message no, that's, a that's a big big happening. Deal. So uh, we talked about on Good Friday, we talked about the the cross as a type of kingly enthronement. Right, mm-hmm. Jesus gets a crown. He gets a royal robe. He gets a scepter, yeah. and he's raised up on the cross like a king would be raised mm-hmm. up onto a throne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and what was tinged on that day with irony and uh, sarcasm, yeah, mockery, because it was a crown, but it was a crown of thorns. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a throne, but it was really a cross. Today, all of those foreshadows <laughs> mm-hmm. are made real. Yeah. So Jesus rises from the dead. What, how is that a kingly enthronement? Like, or what, like, why are we talking about kingship, ascension? Right. Why are we talking about those topics in resurrection if people are unfamiliar with this idea? Well, I think the reason
1: why we're talking about it is because that's the story that Jesus has been telling Mm -hmm. and the gospel writers have been telling up to this point. Yeah. And so it's been leading the crucifixion as this type of coronation enthronement ceremony. But he dies. Mm. So you, you need a point where, like, okay, but the, if the king is dead, right. that means the, the powers that be are, are the most powerful in the land. Yep. The way you kn- know how powerful a king is, is by the strength and power of the enemies they defeat. Right. He claimed to be a king. Yep. And then Rome and the religious establishment proved they were more powerful than yep. him.
0: They had the bigger stick. They had the bigger stick. Yep. So
1: what then? So when Jesus rises from the dead and why that's significant, I think we've talked about a few times here is like death is a, is a weapon, right? It's the tool of empires, It's the tool of establishments to coerce behavior or to make people conform. Right. So they use the one weapon, the biggest weapon they have killing people. Mm -hmm. They use it and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah. So if you have a King, a rival King who can't
0: die, (laughs) who can't die, (laughs) He is more powerful than you. Right, because every king has lost the war against death. Every king has lost the <laughs> war against death,
1: and every other empire that gets another king to die mm-hmm. wins and takes over their kingdom. Until they
0: die. Until they die. Right. But if death becomes irrelevant— Right. If it's no longer the threat against the kingdom— Then that king must rule forever. Everything forever. That's
1: right. He wins Hands down. Yeah. And that's that's why this is a, mm. a, it's a, it's a vindication of everything he said right. and proof positive that he is
0: the king right. over all empires and powers. Right. Because in the resurrection, he is the king who went to war against death and won. That's right. Okay. That's really cool. Yeah. So what happens after the women see Jesus and are told to go and tell? What else do we need to focus on for this thing? Well,
1: they go and tell the disciples who come and look for themselves when it's, they don't believe the women, but when (laughs) it's confirmed to them, they get kind of freaked out and they start telling other people to some extent. And then that, 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 that pattern keeps getting repeated. Jesus appears to 500 people. He appears to 11, he appears to 12 disciples, he appears to a whole bunch of people Right. proving that. He is everything that we've been talking about.
0: Yeah. And so there's this formula that continues yep. where people hear the message that Jesus is risen and then they go and tell, yep. right? They hear the news that the King has taken the throne Yeah, and they go and proclaim that gospel.
1: Yes. And the best place to kind of just land this plane is the very end of Matthew's gospel, Matthew mm-hmm. 28, which is days later, right? Days later. Yeah. But it's the Jesus resurrected from the dead. He's done his, his appearing ministry yes. <laughs> after his yeah. death. Yes. But he, he sums it up when he's speaking to his disciples mm-hmm. and he says, he makes a kingly claim. He says, all authority in yes. heaven and on earth right. has been given to me. Therefore, mm. go and make disciples of all nations, right. baptizing them into my death mm. and teaching them my ways. Right. That's the, and that's the way the Gospel of Matthew ends. Mm. It's the announcement that God is king over all things and that the world is being invited into his kingdom to abide by his laws and his ways.
0: Yeah. I mean, it is amazing the, that claim when you put political and right. <laughs> kingly lenses on and he says, all authority, every throne, every dynasty, every empire, every little country, yeah. all authority has been given to me, uh-huh. right? On earth, yeah, yeah, but also in heaven. Yes. He is king of kings, of kings of kings.
1: And there's a sense in which like God is giving his divine power. Yeah. I mean, God and Jesus are the same, but there's a yep. sense in which like Jesus is being given the authority on earth because he's triumphed over it. Right. He must be given it. He, no one can defeat him. He's mm-hmm. been given authority. Right. But God is also giving him the throne at
0: his right hand right. to rule with him. Yeah. yeah. And so he's the king. But a king without citizens isn't really a king. Right. <laughs> He's that's, a just a, king. that's just a loner with a some king. land. Yeah. That's a loner with land. That's not a king. Right. You need citizens. You need people under you, subjects. Yeah. And I think you can also, in the same way that you can uh, see the power of a king by the kinds of enemies he overcomes, mm-hmm. you can also see the effectiveness or the wisdom of a king by the effectiveness of his citizens. Mm -hmm. Like how judicious is he in creating a just society? Yeah, that's right. Like like are his citizens good people? You know, like what are are they doing? And so it it is cool. He says, okay, I got all authority. I'm the king of kings of kings. I'm the one now go. Mm -hmm. And he gives a citizen commission to his people. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so much is happening in that moment. A lot's happening. A lot is happening on one level. You have the. Uh, commission from the Garden of Eden finally coming back. Adam and Eve were told to be fruitful and multiply. Yeah. And they failed at that mission, and we've been failing since. Yeah. And now we can be fruitful and multiply again, but not just through biology, but now we can tell the good news about Jesus and invite all nations, not just Jews, into yeah. this new multi-ethnic family of Jesus.
1: And another way that that story is elevated is in the Garden of Eden. God was with Adam and Eve. Oh, right. He walked with them. But when Jesus says, all authority has been given to me and I am with you always. Right. He's not just with his disciples in an analogous way. He was to Adam and Eve where he was mm. separate from them. Yeah. Right. He lives in his disciples. In, yeah. The garden of Eden travels with them. Wow. They are, uh, Peter says they're living stones of a new temple mm-hmm. and wherever they go and make new disciples, new temples, new gardens yeah. are being
0: and then you know a little bit more about this than I do because uh, you taught it to me. So let me just tee you up for it. There's something else really interesting happening in Matthew 28 and the Great uh, Commission, uh-huh. Jesus sending, is Jesus is repeating what happened at the end of Chronicles too, the oh, end of right. the Hebrew Bible. Talk about that because yeah. that's really fascinating. Yeah,
1: the very last words of the book of Second Chronicles, which is the very last words of the Hebrew ordering of what we call the Old Testament, is King Cyrus proclaiming that the Jewish people should leave exile and go back to their homeland and rebuild their temple. And mm-hmm. he's basically says all authority in heaven on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and rebuild your temple. Right. So Matthew is riffing on that. Is riffing on that. And Jesus says the same thing. I am. The king sending out my people to build a new temple yeah. in all the earth. It's yeah. so cool. And so he's completing, that. and then another way to say that is he's completing the history of God's people, right. or continuing it into a new era. Right. We are God's new phase of His people,
0: bringing about His kingdom, bringing about His right. temple in all the earth. And so now, so, so then, okay, so then Jesus gives that commission, right? Yeah. And then he ascends right and i think that is so important Flies up in the clouds right because i think that's all people think about is right. like whoa cool magic trick or is right. it like, no what's most important here is that he's taking his throne that's right an ascent in this context is yeah. a, a coronated and crowned king mm-hmm. going to take his throne and begin his reign that's right and so when jesus ascends he's beginning his reign yeah and so now and that reign has extended to this point today that Jesus still reigns, he still has all authority, and now we are his sent citizens mm-hmm. completing and continuing the story of his people that he's been telling from the beginning. Yeah, We get to go hear that Jesus has been raised from the dead, mm-hmm. and we get to proclaim the good news that he is king. That's right. So it, we're continuing the story yeah. that began on... Resurrection Sunday. Yeah, we heard that he was risen, and we tell and them then the news. Feeding into a little bit of
1: this, the other themes we're talking about is like the necessity of death mm. in providing life. In that mission, we're also given a confidence that we're, we're not given a, um, guarantees it'll be easy, right? But we are given confidences that even if that mission ends in our death, our death brings new life, right? Like, we're, like our lives are. Generatively fruitful, mm. even when we die, right? Uh, or even as we die, sacrificing ourselves for others. Yeah. So there's no sense in which this Christian mission, this going and telling, can fail, right? Because even the death of people proclaiming the
0: gospel is
1: another way that the gospel is proclaimed. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah.
0: That's, uh, that's really good. And, and and I think it would it would be really appropriate for us to to land the plane here on. The final resurrection. There will be a final day of resurrection. Yes. There will be a resurrection Sunday. I don't know if it'll happen on a Sunday, but there will be a resurrection day when Jesus, the King, comes back. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. He he, he comes back to earth. Comes back to earth, and all the dead will be raised. Mm -hmm. And uh, we will live in his kingdom forever. Those who have put their fealty toward King Jesus will be brought into his kingdom. Mm-hmm. to live with him forever. And that kingdom
1: built on the precept of life rather than death, where healing mm-hmm. and miracle wine and life from the <laughs> dead wine. was the thing of yeah. his ministry will be our reality forever. Yeah, like, The special cool. incidents that we get, like, he made water from wine? Right. No, that's the normal
0: reality. Yeah. Just go down issue. to that river. It's full yeah. of wine. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. And so I think that's also what Resurrection Sunday kind of... Ah, oh, just like pulls me towards it's Like, oh, this will happen for real, one. Like, day soon, I'll get a resurrection Sunday. Yeah, it's not just something I look back to. Yeah, it's something I look forward to. Like, it's something that I actually get to join in on. Yeah. that I'm like, even though I die, I will be raised, and when I open my eyes, I'm gonna see Jesus, my King, in this new resurrected world. Like, yeah. and 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 that's, that's another thing. Like, the world, right? Creation will experience a resurrection Sunday. Yeah. Right? Um, and so there's just so much. You can keep going. <laughs> to go on, but it's just so good. I, I've loved this journey through Holy Week. Um, and I think what I'm taking away from it, um, be curious what you're taking away from it too. I think what I'm taking away from it is just how soaked in kingship this week is. Yeah. That Jesus wants to claim authority over all the rival kingdoms and religious establishments that I think are better or that we think will save right. us or that we want to trust well, in and he, yeah. he claims authority over them and shows how they're insufficient and is calling us to put all our trust and confidence mm-hmm. in him his upside down kingdom yeah. his death and his resurrection yeah the what about fact, you what do you tell I me mean, anything else what do you that was the, a big thing yeah. and then i
1: think there's smaller things like throughout i'm like oh the mercy seat is. yeah caiaphas would have gone to the mercy seat and offer anyway like the smaller things like that which we talked about thrill but i yeah i was really impacted and helped by this idea jesus has been proclaiming to be a king for a whole week Mm. intentionally causing his own death Mm. so that he could be proven to be the king of life and death more powerful than anything in the world
0: yeah it's a big deal it's a big deal Well, that has been Holy Week. Eight days. Eight days. Eight days. It's been really awesome. Happy Easter, everybody. Happy Resurrection Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for joining us on this. Thank you so Um, much. If if this is your first exposure to uh, Spoken Gospel or the Spoken Gospel podcast, we release free content all the time. We have introductions to every book of the Bible. We have devotional teachings on every chapter of scripture. And then Seth and I sit down and have podcasts Mm -hmm. like this going deep into different sections and books of the Bible. So uh, We invite you to check it out on uh, SpokenGospel.com, uh, Spoken Gospel Podcast, yeah. uh, or all wherever. All the places. All the
1: places. And if you joined us halfway through this Holy Week podcasting miniseries, next week we'll be posting all of these episodes together in one video and a one audio format. So, so you if can you binge it. Binge
0: it if you desire. Yes. So. so thank you guys for joining us on Resurrection Sunday, and we will see you next time.